T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now welcome back into beers on us with mike lynch and patrick harris thank you guys so much for listening that was a great pop uh the dramatic pause too yeah it was the great dramatic pause the episode today not what we said it was going to be because Patrick said he forgot what we said it was going to be. Well, and part of it is that I don't know what styles we've done. Yeah. Because I don't have access to this all the time, and I always forget to look when I come here. I was thinking about it today. I was like, I wonder what he's going to pick because we've done most of the styles I could think of that we would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you came in and said, we're doing something else. So we are doing anniversary beers today. And just kind of the concept behind creation of said anniversary beers. We have a little experience with that Mm -hmm. uh, ourselves on this podcast. So you can find us most places you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Omni, Odyssey app, 1080thefan.com. You can find us on Instagram.com slash beers on us. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Lynch 27. You can find Patrick on Instagram at pdiddy085. Download, subscribe, rate, review if you haven't. And if you are new to the podcast, hello, welcome aboard. Thank you so much for giving us a shot. We have a metric F-ton of episodes you can go find and listen to at this point and uh, catch yourself up. Weekend beer-wise, um, I I had a couple of really, really solid beers that I'm excited to talk about. Cool. They were the latest releases of Block 15's uh, selection series, the single hop IPAs that they do. We had a couple of them on the podcast this year. We did all of them last year, but they just dropped their mosaic and their Simcoe at stores in the area. And the mosaic was the best of the two years that I've had of that beer. Mm. That mosaic was so, so good. And they did do the mosaic last year. And it was better than last year. Okay. It was the nose on it was absolutely incredible. You got so much hop character and it a lot of times with those beers, I find that in the middle of the palate, like the the character kind of gets a little muddied of the beer. Mm-hmm. It kind of gets like a little like for lack of a better term, hazy in the middle. And yeah. I felt like the mosaic kind of cut through that and had there was like a sharpness to it that was like, hey, don't forget this is a mosaic single hop selection series beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really good. The Simcoe was not as good as the Mosaic, but it was also really tasty. Um, Simcoe being such a unique, strong, pungent hop in general. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more of what I got out of the Mosaic. 
where I felt like the Simcoe one did kind of fade into hazy until it came back again at the back end of the palate. Uh, but those were the two beers that I had this weekend that I was absolutely blown away by. I loved it and um, delicious. So Block 15, bravo. They had a huge drop in Portland. I saw so many new beers from them. I have a, I think it's another Dab Lab. I don't know. There's one in my fridge right now I haven't had yet. So uh, lots of Block 15 that I purchased. So go get some uh, some fresh <clears throat> Block 15 out at your stores. Uh, my weekend beer is not that exciting. I went to a wedding and was like... Uh... They had Freem Pilsner on, and I was like, oh, baby, I'm about to crush Freem Pilsners all night. I had one and then saw there was an open bar and switched straight to liquor. <laughs> uh, but there was a moment when I was like, you know what? I will crush these Freem Pilsners all night long. Then I saw someone with an old-fashioned. I was like, I'll have a gin and soda, please. Extra lime. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'm going to go back and get more, more, more I think I went tequila soda for, I think I was drinking tequila all night. Ah, uh, okay. Uh yeah, but the open bar changes things. As much as we might love beer, when you can get liquor for free, well, and I think it, and I think it was a, a a product of my environment too. It's like everyone I looked around, every I looked around, and everyone was drinking liquor. Well, that's because you're taking advantage of the open bar. Well, what's funny? We were at Cooper's Hall, which is uh, which is a, like a, an urban winery and a really cool event space and like really rad stuff. And they do. They're kind of at the forefront of kegging wine, so you get wine in kegs, which not a lot of people do. And I've had a lot of their stuff over the years, and it's pretty solid stuff. It's pretty good. And so I figured, oh, man, we're going to Cooper's Hall. I bet y'all drink a lot of wine tonight, but I can't drink too much wine because I get really bad uh, acid reflux. Mm -hmm. So I have to be careful. I have to be pretty picky and choosy when I want wine. And at first I was like, I'm going to ease in this and have a beer. And then I saw liquor and was like, oop, see you later. Yep. Well, big gulps, huh? <laughs> yep. Uh, so I want to use this. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm going to Minnesota next week. Um, so hopefully my beer wild and crazy week will um, stem from that. Well, we're going to do an episode on Minnesota. Sure. When you get back from Minnesota. Minnesota. Yes. Uh, I could even call you if you wanted to while I was there. While I'm there. Wednesday, Are you not going to be back Thursday? by Thursday? No. I get back Friday night. Okay. So we'll have to figure it out. Sure. Uh, but I want to use the opportunity to shout out to a bunch of you listeners out there in what you're drinking. Uh, Blake hit us up with this level and crux collab called Boss Battle IPA. Oh, I've had. No, I haven't had that one. Uh, said that, I've had uh, their Battle Star IPA mm, from Crux, I think is what it was called. Through through a shout out to me saying it's a really nice throwback West Coast IPA. So I'm searching to have that um adam was at old town in northeast for dinner um and they got flights and he recommended a barrel aged mushroom ale Ooh. when i ordered it i had my doubts but it redeemed itself so much that i'm going home with two crowlers of it interesting that is my friend what we call get best up well that that is what we call be adventurous, and maybe, just maybe, you'll find something that completely blows you away. Mm -hmm. I and bet you that goes good with some of their pizzas, too. Do they do pizza at the Northeast location? Yes, yes, okay. that is their that is their thing. Uh, and sticking with the dark beer, Mike hit us up and said, if you get a chance, grab this. It is the, let's see, I can't pronounce that, Quesalacotil? Oh, I've had that. Mexican-style hot chocolate stout from Lewitt? Yes, I've had that. It is delicious. So it's shout-out on that one, and one of the funniest ones I saw was RJ chimed in. His wife, this is the conversation. I got you some beer on my trip to Portland. Me, sweet, what'd you get? She said, you know how you told me that if I ever see fresh water, Jack, to just buy it all? 
And RJ said, my weekend plans have dramatically changed as I'm seeing three, four packs of Wander Jack, some different dab labs, and some volatile substance. So shout out to RJ. Shout out to RJ's wife. RJ's wife, who apparently got her husband wrecked over the weekend. That is one of the things that, uh, one of the fatal flaws of my ex-wife, which there were many at the end. Um, (laughs) One of my fatal, one of her fatal flaws was that as much as I explained to her what I wanted from the store when she picked mm. beer up for me, mm. she always got Widmere, Bridgeport, and Tenbo. <laughs> Grocery store beers. But like, there are good ones. Mm. And I would tell her what I liked, and right. she knew what I drank. And yeah. yet, every time, it was like it was like she hadn't paid attention to me beer-wise in eight years. Yeah. Because it was when we first moved here, I would get the box of Widmer sample pack. And sure, because like, oh, you don't know. The- You're yeah, just like yeah. tasting, checking yeah. out the new hood. And I, it got to the point I was like, I was like, can we... Can, can you like call me next time? And like I can help you pick? And she's like, it's just beer, Mike. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm, lucky. I'm drinking this box of Widmer now. I'm lucky. My fiance does quite does quite well. Yeah, uh, I'm. I have not sent my girlfriend to do that yet, but I think she would be much better because uh, she is much more of a uh, pays much more attention. Yeah, that you know that episode we did. Let's experiment with Widmer. <laughs> that was uh, my ex wife buying a Widmer box, and I was like, I'm not drinking this at home. Hey, that's one for the books, man. That was one of the better episodes we ever did. You think so? Yeah, I thought it was funny. Like from a comedic value, everybody loves it when we drink crappy stuff. <laughs> I guess that's true. I yeah, guess whenever that's we, true. Whenever we suffer, people love it. I guess I suppose that is true. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, what do we got in front of us? We're talking anniversary beers, mm-hmm. and I want to try to use this broadly because we've seen this for a lot of stuff. We, like Mike mentioned earlier, we do have experienced it with ourselves. But I saw this on the shelf. It is from Fort George. It is a hazy double IPA called Belmont Station. Look at us being brave and smart and strong. We're going to try a hazy double IPA. This limited edition beer is a collaboration between Fort George and Belmont Station, the place to be here for 25 years. As Belmont Station just had their anniversary, uh, so shout out to them and congratulations to all all that time and effort and growth and COVID and all that kind of stuff. Kudos for you guys continuing to be one of the forefront bottle shop tap houses uh, in the greater Portland area. And it just kind of got me thinking about how I feel like I've been seeing this trend go on more. And not just for places like Belmont. And they asked multiple places. I think Wayfinder did a beer. I remember DeGard did a really cool uh, blueberry or blackberry one a couple years ago that I was trying to get my hands on that I eventually did called The Station. Um, so they do this stuff all the time. You know, we have done an anniversary beer. You know, I was at Slabtown when they were doing the test batches for Breakside's 10-year anniversary, and we had one of those Rubens 10-year anniversaries. I've just been seeing more and more anniversary, which just kind of got me thinking, Is what is the biggest drive behind doing these anniversary beers? Well, I mean, obviously, number one would be promotion. Mm-hmm. It's... Not that Belmont Station needs promotion. But, or Fort George. Right. Well, I, I don't think it's the breweries getting the promotion. I think it's the... You're telling me Bear Lick's not alive because of us? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Oh, sure. I, I think we're alive because of Bear Lick. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> um, it's the places that are like, hey, Fort George is everywhere, but if you make a beer for us, we'll be everywhere, at least temporarily. Mm, yeah. So I think it's promotion for those places. Uh, and it's also a way for the breweries to give back to people they respect or like or appreciate what they do or whatever. Um, in other ways, it's probably actually a, a legit just monetary transaction, right? Because mm-hmm. 
you see like the fancy supermarkets get their special beers. Like Zupans did one with Ex Novo, and right. I saw <clears throat> Market of Choice did one with Von Ebert, and I've seen new um, new seasons have done a couple with other breweries. Mm. I'm assuming that there's some transaction going on oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but it, generally, it's promotion. Otherwise, you know what it seems like to me. It seems like a way to promote small batch stuff and and just make like get it into more stores because yeah, that, you're you're joining up with generally speaking bottle shops or grocery stores. Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering and without even without even thinking about it, uh we you know, we just put out an anniversary beer. We did one for at, at Grains of Wrath. We did one for Bridgetown Beer House in January. We just put out one for On Tap and Bend. Shout out to On Tap and Bend. That place is awesome. And we've got one in the tank for Apex. And it's it's interesting because me as somebody that's like navigating in a world of trying to move this beer, there's like there's a little anticipation. Like the people in the know are like, oh, you did a collab with Apex? Oh, I bet you that's going to be pretty good. Yeah, I'll take one of those. To where the average place that you would just sell an IPA to is kind of like, who? What? Right. What do I care? Um, so I'm curious as to like how far that resonates with people. Does it make you want to try a beer even more? I mean, I did just buy a double hazy IPA, which I would have never done, right? Um, for the sake of for the sake of this conversation, or do I look at it a little more in the way that I look at like like Rubens in the sense Rubens did that anniversary and we had that Rubens beer last week, was it? Or was it two weeks ago? Uh, One of their anniversary beers. A couple weeks ago, yeah. And I don't drink that style from them ever. So it like exposed me to other things that aren't just their hoppy beers, their Pilsner, their Goza. Well, I I guess, and and I said it doesn't help the breweries much. I should take that back because especially in the instance of the Zupan's New Seasons Market of Choice, uh, name other big supermarket here mm-hmm. they promote the s out of that beer because it's their beer right like zupans puts it on the shelf front and center like look at this collab we did with x novo mm. so that means x novo gets more eyes on it sure as zupans um so i i, I correct that i'll correct that statement because that is it, it is it does go both ways like when we did it with with Berlick, th- the idea is we promote Berlick on the podcast mm-hmm. and then we get promoted in the brewery because we're on the can. Sure. It's like a double, it's a it's a two-way street. We very much thought because, you know, the fine folks at Berlick have been so great to us in our little time with this stupid little podcast um, that it was kind of like a thank you to them, but also like, can we ride some of this? Yeah, please. You <laughs> guys we, are really doing can well. We, can and... we cash in a little bit of our yeah. goodwill towards you right now? Yep. Um, so, it, it... and then us doing the event there in the year two that we did because COVID mm-hmm. wasn't uh, as much of a threat. You know, bringing in we had what like ten to fifteen listeners sure. come by. Just some people who had never been to Bear Lake before. It's like, hey, get them right. in the door, and they get to have some of the beer fresh on tap, and you know, maybe you get re- repeat customers. And Patrick just slams Oktoberfest all night. Yeah, not the beer that we made, but the Oktoberfest <laughs> instead. That beer was damn good. Uh, I, I guess I, I will ask this next question: Do you think? Do you think anniversary beer stretches more to the common person when it's an anniversary? collaboration with a non-brewery like does this belmont station anniversary beer with belmont with uh sorry with fort george or like i said our death evasion that grains of rap did for on tap and ben does that resonate further than say the first rubens collab with some other brewery 
for their for their anniversary. Like we as a brewery are doing an anniversary series. Which one of those do you think resonates more? I got to I mean I don't want to just sit on the fence here. I got to imagine it's both because think about the marketing that Rubens or other breweries do when it's their anniversary. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of small batch special releases. Sure. And if you're a brewery that has a lot of fans, which we know Rubens does. Mm-hmm. One right here. Yeah, you're going to get a ton of people flocking to either the pub itself or going to the stores and getting it, which is more money in your pocket. Whereas on the flip side, it's it's you're still getting the same kind of vibe. It's just for the place that you're doing the anniversary beer for. Right. So in Bend for On Tap, all of On Tap's regular customers are now going to try. Oh, you did this beer with Grains of Wrath, and they they did it for you. Oh hell yeah, we'll try it. We love you guys. And then Grains of Wrath gets in to that person's head, into that person's mouth, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, cool, Grains of Wrath. I've never heard of them, or I've only seen one of their beers, or whatever." I think it's the same thing. I just think it's a different audience. You've got like the marketing powerhouse of the breweries for their own anniversary beers, and then you've got like the regulars who go to all these places that are being celebrated in the anniversary beers, drinking that brewery for the first time. So it kind of just feels the same both ways. Yeah, and I think I probably lean on, I think these like Fort George Belmont Station, Grains of Wrath, Death Evasion, or, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. I feel like those resonate more. Um, Is it because it's like supporting small business kind of thing? No, I think it's because... If there's an anniversary series coming out of a brewery, of like their anniversary, as opposed to a brewery making a beer for someone else's anniversary, I feel like that beer, that Rubens beer we had last week, could be so terrible that it's not going to change my perception of the brewery Rubens. But if I have this beer right here, this Belmont Station, and say this beer is just garbage... I feel like that could change my impression on Belmont Station and the brewery. Right, like, oh, you guys... Like, maybe there's more at risk. Right, you guys, like, allowed this to be the beer, or allowed's the wrong word, but you got... This was the beer you chose to promote yourself with. Yeah. And it's bad. Yeah. You know, not saying this beer's bad, I don't mean that, but just... No, 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 you're hypothetical. Yeah, I feel like there's more at stake, and therefore, because there's more at stake, I'm more drawn towards it that's interesting that could just be me i think that's more of a personality thing okay i mean you are very much a support small local beer Mm -hmm. businesses person yeah i think a lot of uh well maybe not a lot of i think we have listeners who are like that as well Mm -hmm. Uh, i tend to be i like to support local but you know i'm more of a grocery store shopper anyway sure and i know that a lot of our listeners who live out in the burbs there's not a lot of places that are truly local sure you can support um I think that I think that's a personality thing for sure. Okay. By the way, speaking of this beer, I kind of like it. I kind of like it too. I, I have not, and this is the one brewery we try not to be negative on this podcast. We try to be constructive. Mm-hmm. This is the one brewery that I've recent, somewhat recently, just ripped apart. Yeah, we we struggle with this. I'm I'm right there with you. I I have not had a good Fort George beer in a long time, um, outside of their barrel age <clears> program, <throat> which I think like the Matryoshkas are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this beer is good. It's a it's a hazy, and it's a double IPA. Mosaic which, Nelson Strata. Which for the two of us should be 
the literal death sentence of a beer. <laughs> like, if you want to pick something that the two of us would dislike the most, yeah. it is a double IPA that's hazy. Well, and what scare what's what always scares me about hazy doubles is just the alcohol. Yeah, and not not the ABV, but the flavor of it. And I think there's some really cool complex well, alcohol character in this. Yeah, it do, it's not too strong. Mm. Uh, I think I think it's that, a little sweet, but that's to be expected with the double IPA, but not overly due to its haziness, which is nice. There's way more bitterness than I expected out of a hazy in general. Uh, from the Fort George hazies we've had recently, there's been so little bitterness. It's been like, is this an IPA? Mm-hmm. This is an IPA. So uh, just to just to make it clear. We're not saying this beer is bad and that Belmont <laughs> no. Station is going to get a negative uh, reputation. I'm never going to Belmont again because this beer that they didn't make has their name on it. I'm out of here. This beer is actually good. Cool. I like it. It's a, it's a double IPA hazy, and I like it, and I never thought I would say that. <laughs> it is okay to like things outside of your comfort zone. I don't like the nose on it, though. Uh, I'll tell you that much. It's okay. I don't I don't like the I took. I took a sniff, and I went, oh, no. <laughs> and then I took a sip, and I went, oh. Oh. Oh, hello there. Oh, yeah? Hello there. Uh, I do love the artwork on this can. It's got a little, like, sunrise oatmeal pail rising over the Belmont Station corner with a bunch of goofy people sitting outside. That's cool. Yeah. Do you think that the reason this beer is good is because Mosaic and Strata just save everything because they're amazing? (laughs) No, I think you can make beer with Mosaic and Strata and it still not tastes very good. Okay. Okay. But it doesn't hurt. That's for sure. It for sure does not hurt. Yeah, I guess you're right. I have seen a lot of this trend. It's been it's been way more prevalent, at least on my social media feeds, of anniversary, anniversary, anniversary. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like an excuse to celebrate now that COVID's kind of ending. It, that could, it could very much be that. It's it just like a celebration be of beer. How do we make this special? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about multiple times in this podcast how breweries can get themselves out there more. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always harped on can your small batch stuff more and this is canning your small batch stuff and adding an extra level of pushing it out there and make sure you drink this because it's an anniversary beer Mm -hmm. so the market it's almost like more of a marketing thing than anything else yeah and i you know i look at it a lot more as a you know i i look at this stuff similarly to how i look at collabs because collabs can also i mean Collabs between breweries, you might have, you know, an educated brewmaster with another educated brewmaster talking about how do we want to design this? And you're getting into your gravities and, you know, your malt varietals and, you know, where you want this beer to finish and your grav and all that kind of stuff. And that might be a little more high tech, but usually it's one brewery's brewing it and cellaring it and finishing the product. Yeah. So it's not, and they got together for like half of a day to right, do right, something right. together. To where is that that much different? If Belmont Station goes to Fort George, and it's like you know what we've been talking. You know, we're we're doing one with Wayfinder. They got a lager for us. We're doing one with these guys are doing a kettle sour. These guys are doing a West Coast IPA. You guys want to do a hazy double? It can be as simple as that. Yeah. And so I think people are just seeing the excitement and at least when i look at like at us at grains you know we really try to hammer some of those core brands we really want to push frost hammer and thrash pandas our loggers and cantina special and built for speed and dystopia and ripsaw as our hoppy beers that we get to use these beers to kind of like you said that exposure of like yeah it's an anniversary beer but it's also collab it's also a one-off yeah you know we're not having them come in here and brew built for speed with us yeah we're not making it again yeah we're not making it again unless you want us to make it again next year you know, yeah, sort of thing. So 
I don't know, but it is just something that just pops up more and more now. And I kind of like the idea that you said that it could just be a celebratory thing that things are back to normal. And it's reminding people, oh, yeah, there is Belmont Station. I used to go there all the time. Oh, and I never go there anymore because I don't live in that neighborhood. Let's go to Belmont Station this weekend. Mm -hmm. If it's as simple as that, the beer is doing its job. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's no there's no negative to this unless no. the beer unless the beer is bad. Right. And it for some reason hurts the reputation of either place. Right. There's no negative. Right. It's promotion, it's marketing, it's friendship, it's community, it's all of that together. You know, we always talk about with the craft beer scene in Portland, like everyone's all about community, 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 and we all are in this together and mm -hmm. there's no competition or there's mm -hmm. less competition or whatever. I mean What's what drives it? It's the it's the dollars and cents. Totally. It's the marketing. So it's marketing one and then it's community two. Sure. It's support small business two, but are we gonna make some money off this? <laughs> please, please. Yeah. That's gotta be number one for sure. I like this beer though. I do. Groovy. Uh and you said you have an interesting beer of the week as well? I do. Is it very different than this one? Very different. Yeah, Ooh. we like have to wash our glasses out. Okay. Well, let's do that next. This is Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. So, I kind of juked you a little bit there, too. You're good, you're good. I got <laughs> on the fly, baby. Whoa. Whoa. That, what? <laughs> Just made me sneeze. That beer is like... Cider. It looks like cider. This is crazy. It at first it poured like water or lemon. It looked like water coming out of this. This is the clearest beer I have ever seen. Ever. Ever, 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 forever, ever, ever. I mean, it's clearer than Coors Light Bud Light. Yes. It 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 looks like lemon tea. It smells like beer. Whoa. It smells so strong. Yeah, we are drinking this. This beer was recommended to me. A phantom brewery everywhere and nowhere. New Hokkaido out of Bozeman, Montana. The guy who started this brewery uh, is part of Mountains Walking, which I believe is a beer we, brewery we've had on this program before. It sounds before. very familiar. If not, it's been something that people have told us to check out as they're making really good stuff. This is uh, a Yamabiko rice lager. Um, at 5%, um, I am totally thrown off right now and don't have a whole lot to say due to the color of this beer. Um, I mean, you know, I love rice lagers. I know so you I do. saw it and I was just like, well, I mean, and you know, I don't, lo I don't love rice lagers. Right. And the can art on this, and I just looked up their stuff, new Hikados. Am I saying that right? New Hokkaido. Um, I looked up the, and they had their other can art on there. This place looks awesome, like cool. their can art-wise. They all have this kind of Japanese-style inspiration, it looks really cool. So I took a sip. Is it... I want to... Uh, no, you, you speak first. Because I almost feel like there was an issue with the canning process. I feel like this is so weird that it's not actually the beer that we're supposed to be drinking. I find this beer really sweet. Really? Really sweet. Okay. Like, this beer tastes like seltzer to me. Yeah? Like, the flavor is, it must be so mild 
that I don't get a lot. Of, I get I get some rice lager flavor in it. I do get the rice quality, some of the the richness in the palate. It finishes so carbony, like carbonationy, and seltzery that I don't. How was this the beer? Well, I don't know. I'm going to go to the place that I hate absolutely just to see what's going on here, and that is Untapped. And if you're a fan of Untapped, go for it. But I apologize. I'm not sure how much I like it. Like, it looks like they forgot to add an ingredient to this can with how light this beer is. Um, I'm seeing pictures, and it looks like this. Okay. Okay. That's why I didn't want to throw that out there without, like, knowing for sure. I have never seen a beer like this or had a beer like this. I'll be honest, I don't love this beer. That's okay. It's it's just seltzer to me. It does look like seltzer. This is wild. Let me see. I mean, it smells like beer, and I get some rice lager, but sure, sure, sure. Eighty five percent of my flavor is just carbonated water. Weird. Are the union of new and old mountains and rivers, rice and hops, cool forests and deep snow. The traditions of Japanese brewing with the innovative approach of craft brewing from Montana. Um, do, 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 learn more. Let's see here. Highly prized rice used in traditional Japanese beer and sake. To have lived there oh, twice. It looks like sake. I know. Do, do, do. Yeah. There's not much more on like actual how the beer. You should take a should picture look. of this for the Instagram because people listening are going to want to see the color of this beer. It is taking picture. It is right unlike now. anything you have ever had. Uh that is beer wise. Like you poured this. it into the glass to fill it up to take the picture. As we were pouring it. It looks like seltzer. It looked like seltzer. Well, it was just clear. It's it's it is it's not exactly clear. It is off off clear is that a color off clear it is it is now hold it up against a solid color it looks like water hold it up against the light you see a little bit of the yellow you see a little bit of the shimmer but it's like the water that is infused with lemon that color wait till you see this picture too oh the picture makes it look different yeah huh? well and i got a new phone so things are a little congratulations more patrick I'm trying to learn how to use it it's the same phone that you had before you know but I know, but the camera's better. It is. I got two cameras now. Yeah, me too. I only had one on my last. You got one. the Max, but not the Max Plus. No, it's too big. Yeah, I know. Max Plus was too big. It's massive. Yeah. Who needs three cameras anyway? Um, I definitely get more beer characteristic out of it than you do. I mean, look, the, I definitely see what you're talking about. I the initial really sip, sweet. The initial sip is yes, it's a rice lager. It like it's like the first fifteen percent of what hits you is the rice lager. Less than 30 days old. But after that, it's like I'm drinking seltzer. This I, is strange. I, I don't want to talk anything bad about this beer right, because right, right. if this is what they're going for, then cool. But in terms of my expectations, I I'm I cannot wrap my mind around this beer. Yeah. And the fact that this was recommended to you blows my mind even more. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Is it if, recommended because it's so unique? Yes. I don't know if the recommendation was I've had this. Oh. Um... I think it was just this was it's popular being this is talked hyped, about. Yeah, being talked about. It's this guy's new project. I I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't either. know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Put them down by your sides, but I keep putting them up. Uh yeah, I mean the color aesthetic is definitely wild. I mean But you like the flavor? Uh this beer's too sweet for me. Okay. I don't love the nose. The nose is wildly weird. 
based especially on looking at it, you like smell it, you're like, what? Yeah. It almost smells like it it almost smells like a um like an open fermented beer. Okay. Like it, it's got a little bit of like a, a sour funk in the nose. Yeah. I'm getting a little green apple taste to it. Well, we know that's good, right? Um But boy, is that strange. I'm glad to see that there were things I'm glad to know that this was the intent uh, and not something that just got messed with. I can see why this beer is very popular because it is uber approachable. Very approachable. Because it's really, 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 really mild in flavor. Mm -hmm. So I could see why it's popular in that sense. And I do find that a lot of the hype beers recently are only hyped because a ton of people can approach them. Right. There's not too much hop character, or if it's a smoothie sour, it's literally just tastes like a smoothie. Right. It's like that's what is becoming hyped. These really nuanced, beery flavor beers are mm-hmm. never hyped. Right. So is this being hyped because it's drinkable? Boy, your guess is as good as mine. Well, look at the picture on Instagram when we posted at Beers on Us on Instagram. It, never seen a beer like this. If you have, let us know. Instagram.com slash beers on us. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to just post it right right now. Okay. Wild. Absolutely wild. Well, that's going to do it for us today. <laughs> uh, next week, Patrick's out of town. Uh, I, we will try to schedule something where I call him. Yeah. We might do a little, like, quick hit 15-minute chat about what he's had so far. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little, like, <clears throat> teaser to the Minnesota episode we'll do the following week. Yeah, I think by the time we do something, I will have toured the Willie Rar Malting Factory, which Very is one, cool. of the, yeah, one of the big boys in America. Well, we should also have some stories from the weekend. Yes, and I think I should have been to Surly as well. Fantastic. I think so, that's where the plan is so far. I think the rough plan will be we'll do a quick hit next week. I'll call Patrick when he's available. We'll do a little, uh, we'll do a little recap of the Bachelor weekend, and we'll chat about the uh, first couple of days he's had in the Twin Cities. Yeah. Sound good? Sounds great. And then we'll do the actual full Minnesota episode the week after that. Subscribe, rate, review, download wherever you find us. Uh, Instagram.com slash beers and us. Look at this picture of this beer. It's wild. And uh, we'll see you guys next week, Thursday at 4. Keep say. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.